0: Each day, a new day, a gift from God. Every moment, an opportunity to rise from the familiar and become the future we choose. So this day, oh God, take my heart and change it. Take what is rough in me and let it become gentle. Take my fear and let it become wonder. Take my anger and let it become peace. Take my doubt and let it become courage. Take my hurt and let it become forgiveness. Take my not knowing, and let it become faith. Take my self-centeredness, and let it become love. Take my broken heart, and let it become my strength. Each day, a new day, a new beginning. So let us rise this day, and become a new people. Amen. Good morning, Stone Village, and happy Sunday. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you and let us pray. Holy One, as we continue to travel through this season of Lent, strip us of our attachments and addictions that we might bear our souls to you. Render us deaf and blind to the distractions of want that we might hear and see only the demands of the gospel and break through our spiritual blockades that we might know your relentless love in christ's name we pray amen the reading today is from john chapter 12 verses 20 through 26 now among those who went up to worship at the feast were some greeks so they came to philip and they asked him sir we wish to see jesus philip went and told andrew andrew and philip went and told jesus and jesus answered them the hour has come for the son of man to be glorified truly truly i say to you unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies it remains alone but if it dies it bears much fruit whoever loves his life loses it and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life if anyone serves me he must follow me and where i am There my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, God will honor them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God." I suspect the Greeks in today's story did not arrive expecting to talk or hear about death. Then again, does anyone actively seek out conversations about death? The truth is, no one likes to talk about death. Of course, we acknowledge it when it happens, yet we hold no space for any real conversation of depth or understanding. Death is too painful, too real, and too scary. So we do our best to avoid it, to deny it, and to not deal with it in any meaningful, substantive way. So back to those Greeks. They just wanted to see Jesus, and who can blame them? At this point in his ministry, he had more than a few miraculous accomplishments. He had turned water into wine, healed a sick boy, fed five thousand, given sight to a blind man, and raised Lazarus from the dead. I don't know why they wanted to see Jesus, yet I know their desire. There are times in my own life when I would like to see him, too. And I'll bet that is true for you also. Seeing Jesus makes it all real. After all, seeing, as they say, is believing. And we all have our reasons for wanting to see Jesus. I suspect if you want to know your reasons for wanting to see him, all you need to do is look at your prayer life, what you pray for, which is often a to-do list for God. I remember as a little boy, praying my soccer team would win the championship. As a young adult, it was for an acceptance letter into graduate school. And then a bit later in life, it was to pass my ordination interview, to be ordained, and to build Stone Village. You probably know those types of prayers. Prayers on our terms, just as we want to see Jesus on our terms. Because we want something from Jesus more than we really want Jesus himself. And therein lies the real danger. You see, we easily become consumers of God's life rather than participants in God's life. We begin to pick and choose what we like and want, and we skip over and leave behind the parts we do not like, want, or understand. Christianity, however, is neither a 24-hour buffet nor a spectator event with club seats. Christianity requires participating in the life, the death, and the resurrection of Christ Jesus. And that is what Jesus sets before the Greeks Like the Greeks before us, if we really want to see Jesus, then we too must look death in the face. To the extent we refuse to acknowledge the reality of death, to the degree we avoid and deny death, we refuse to see him. Now, there is always a temptation within us to skip over death and go straight to resurrection. Everyone loves Easter. Not so much when it comes to Good Friday. So it is no coincidence this week and the week to come will point us towards Holy Week, reminding us death is the threshold to new life. Death always comes first. Death is not always, however, physical. Sometimes our death is physical and emotional. We die a thousand deaths in our lifetime. Death of our relationships, marriages, hopes, dreams, beliefs, careers, even our physical abilities. Regardless of what it looks and feels like, our death is not the end. Resurrection is always hidden within death. There can be, however, no resurrection without death. To the extent we avoid death, we avoid life to the degree to which we are afraid to die, is to the degree to which we are afraid to fully live. Every time we avoid and turn away from death, we proclaim it stronger than God, more real than life, and the ultimate victor. Our unspoken fear and avoidance of death underlies all of our what-if questions in life. What if I fail, lose, get hurt? What if I fall down? What if I don't get what I want? What if I lose the one I love most in this world? Every what-if question separates and isolates us from life, God, one another, and ourselves. And it restricts us from bearing new life. Of course, we can continue to avoid death, and we might survive. But are we really living? Are we really alive? Jesus was unwilling to settle for survival when the fullness of God's life was before him. He knew in God, in God's world, strength is found in weakness, victory looks like defeat, and life is born of death. This is what allowed him to ride triumphantly into Jerusalem, a city that will condemn and kill him. And this is what will allow us, if we accept it, to ride triumphantly through life. Triumph doesn't mean we get our way or we avoid death. It means that death is a threshold, not a prison, a beginning, not an end unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies. Grains of wheat, that is what we are. Through death, however, we can arise to new life. Thanks be to God, amen. I give thanks to God for each of you, and I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God, so those to whom love is a stranger, they will find in you a generous and a loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. I love you, stoners. I hope that you have a wonderful day, and uh, I will see you soon. (laughs) Bye.